welcome back to Get Fit for a Purpose. It's Joe here. And today we're going to look at a topic that comes up with loads of clients that are trying to lose weight. And it can often be the cause of a lot of frustration. And that's the bathroom scales. So you know what it's like. We step on them, hold our breath, hoping that the number's going to be kind today. And if we see a drop in weight, we feel great. We feel positive and we crack on with our day. But let's be honest, it isn't always like that. And it often feels like the scales have got their own agenda, that they don't reflect the fact that we have been good, we have counted our calories, and we have stuck diligently to our calorie targets. And a lot of us are really sensitive to what that little gadget tells us. They really have an ability to influence your mood for the day. They can make you feel bad, make you feel like a failure, and make you worse, make you feel like giving up because your diet isn't working. So I'm going to talk about why the scale seems to have a mind of its own and seems to play games with us. First off, let's talk about water weight. It's fascinating how our bodies manage water. So if you eat a little bit too much salt or you're going through some hormonal changes or you have a hard workout or even when the weather changes, your body reacts. So as an example, have you ever noticed how you can feel bloated when it's hot and humid? Well, that's water retention at play. And this can make the scale numbers jump overnight. But here's the thing. It's water. It's absolutely not fat. Then there's the whole muscle and fat story. So from a personal perspective, I remember when I went on my first sort of adult diet in my 20s, I was hitting the gym hard. I was feeling stronger, getting fitter. I was eating well, but the scales stopped moving for a long while, even though over that period, my clothes were actually still starting to get looser and looser. And it took me a while to realise that at that time, I was very lean. And so any changes would naturally take longer to show up on the scales. And at the same time, I was gaining muscle. And if you're gaining muscle whilst you're losing fat, it doesn't always show up on the scale in the way that you hope because muscle's denser than fat. So you can get leaner and stronger without seeing a big drop in weight. But if I had, at the time, done some before and after photos, the difference would have been really obvious. As the composition of my body was changing, I I definitely looked more toned, even though my weight hadn't changed. So even the time of day that you weigh yourself can have a big influence on what the scales read out to you. So I'm sure you've heard that morning weigh-ins are generally more consistent. But, and this is a big but, things like what we ate the night before, or for women, where you are in your menstrual cycle, can really impact those morning numbers. So our bodies don't automatically reset overnight. Water retention, especially related to hormones, can stick around for a few days. And it's just, I think, a a timely reminder that we're all human. We're not machines. So when it comes to fat loss, and tracking your progress, you really do have to think beyond the scales. You should think of it only as one part of the story. So I thought I'd talk about ways that I like to keep tabs on on my fitness. So one is that clothing fit. So I mentioned it before, probably got like me a pair of jeans in your wardrobe that's a little bit too snug. When When they start to feel loose, you know that you're making some progress, even if the scale doesn't agree. 
The other thing to do is to track your measurements. So take measurements and use photos. So it's a really good idea once a month to take out the measuring tape and snap a few progress photos. So it's amazing to see the changes in numbers and pictures side by side. Sometimes it's subtle, but over months, those changes will add up. So I would tend to do photos once a month and then probably measurements maybe once a week, once a fortnight. No hard and fast rules there. And the third thing to to bear in mind and to really think about is how you feel. Because improving your fitness ultimately is about feeling good. It's about having more energy. It's about feeling better about yourself, more confident. It's about sleeping better. It's just a being able to do more without getting out of breath. And those are some real signs of progress. One of the final things I'd like to cover is patience. So fat loss should always be considered a marathon and not a sprint. So the key to success is always going to be to take it slow, to know before you start that there absolutely will be ups and downs, both in your ability to stick strictly to your calorie targets, to how you feel and to what's happening on the scales. So some weeks you're going to feel absolutely on fire. You're going to be hitting all of those numbers, getting your steps in, um, getting your protein in, just ticking off those targets easily. There are other times when it's going to feel harder than normal whether you've got family celebrations to go to, you've got dinners out, you're traveling, whether you're on holiday, whether it's the time of the month, there are loads of things that can come into play to affect how you feel and how well you're going to get on that week. But it's all part of the process. And really it's about being persistent and consistent and sticking with it over time. So if you're trying to lose weight, Don't worry about what the scales are doing one day to the next. You need to think about it over a longer period, like 30 days or more. Over that kind of period, you're going to start to see the overall trend in the numbers heading in the right direction. And that's what matters. It's not the difference between a Monday and a Tuesday. It's what happens month on month. So I also really, just before I went, really wanted to talk about the emotional side of stepping on the scale. So if you find that the scale is completely messing with your head, if it makes you feel down, driving you nuts, there are a couple of things you can try that you might find helpful to get through it. Now, the first thing I'm going to suggest is that you weigh yourself every single day. So hear me out on this one. It might sound counterintuitive, especially if the scale is what's causing you stress. But if you weigh yourself daily, it can actually take the sting out of the the numbers because you will start to see the daily fluctuations for what they really are, just numbers. They go up, they go down, and that is 100% normal. And if you just get used to seeing it happen every day, it can help you get comfortable with those fluctuations, especially now that you understand why they're happening. So if you're understanding the pattern and not fearing it or getting frustrated with it, when it comes to tracking your progress, you just log the lowest week that you hit that week. That was that was the, the, the best weight for you that you hit that week. So just log that one. But do that having seen what all the other numbers are doing that week, yeah? Just to get comfortable with it. The other approach 
is to step away from the scales completely. If your relationship with a scale is really bad to the point that we're seeing any number that isn't less than the day before is going to ruin your day, it's okay to stop weighing yourself. Seriously, just don't use it. There are other ways to track your progress. So you could just use tape measure measurement, just take measurements on your chest, your hips and your thighs once a week or once a fortnight. And those can give you a tangible sense of how your body is changing. And then I spoke earlier about progress photos. So sometimes seeing is believing and taking those photos over time can show you changes that the scale never could. So both of these strategies have their place. And and really, it's about what works for you. Fitness and how you achieve your fitness is completely personal to you. And so is the way we track it. So if the scale is a tool that helps you, motivates you, and you don't get distracted, if it's fluctuating all over the place, then great, use it. If not, that's fine too. The key is finding what keeps you motivated and you positive so that you stick to your fitness journey so that you can reach your goals. Remember, at the end of the day, it's about how you feel, your health and your happiness. So whether you're using the scale, the tape measure or photos, just use whatever it is that helps you see your progress and then get on with celebrating your wins without adding any extra stress or negativity into your life. So wrapping up, the bathroom scales are just one of the tools you can use. It's not the only measure of your progress or your worth. What's truly important is how you feel and the healthy changes that you're making in your life day to day. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, how you deal with the scale, whether you're a daily weigher, a weekly weigher, or whether you go nowhere near them. Um, And if you've got any other tips or stories that you want to share with the audience. That's all for this episode. Hope you found it useful. I'll catch up with you next time. Bye. Bye.